This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans. And now, here's your host. He talks right, he knows his stuff, and he knows how to make a girl laugh. Thank you! I'm here all week. Right, Chris. Let's be honest, if you didn't laugh, you would cry. I'll just say hello, because I cannot be asked to say good about anything. I mean, I, I just don't know what to say. Brad will be joining us in a minute, but he's having a... He's having a... <laughs> he's pointing Percy, as they say. Um, 
I'll tell you what, if Brendan was on fire, I wouldn't even piss on him now. I'm gonna ha I'm gonna have a rant. So if you need to, to sort of take a break or you have a, of a nervous disposition, um, maybe now is the time to to turn away. Listener discretion is advised. Exterminate. Yeah, uh, it's gonna get it's gonna get horrible. Uh, no two ways about it. I'm afraid. What a load of fucking shite. Um, that. First 45 minutes has got to be the worst 45 minutes of football that I have seen from Leicester in a long, long time. And, uh, you know, people are going to come back and say, yeah, but we fought in the second half. We had a good five, ten minutes, if you want to be generous, at the start of the second half. I mean, we couldn't even hold on to a fucking lead for more than three minutes. All right, that was unlucky. I'm, I'm sure Danny Ward would have saved it. Tongue in cheek before you have a have a go at me. Um, and Iverson, honestly, he kept us in the game. It could have been you know three or four um, uh, uh, one if it hadn't been for his saves. But how shite do we have to get? Right. I I, I joked about Roy Hodgson coming back. I mean, that wasn't a bounce. That was a fucking off the trampoline and over the neighbour's fence and into their back garden. I mean, what a difference he made. And this season, this what was supposed to be this amazing fucking coach in Brendan Rodgers. And I don't know, you know, the only way you can make him a coach is if he took his teeth out and put seats in his gob. Uh, it's easy to stop him chewing his chewing his. And did you see that? Did you see that? Somebody was down injured, and I think it was. And I'll bring this up with Brad earlier. Um, Sixty-five minutes. There was a player down with an injury. Do you know what Rogers? Uh, what um, Roy Hodgson was doing? He was coming. He was getting his players over, and he was right. And, and he was giving direction. What was Rogers doing? Putting another fucking mint in his mouth. The guy is a absolute bell end and needs to get out of our club. No two ways about it. Palace, I mean, was, I, I, I called it in the chat. I said, this is like watching Premier League versus League Two. And we were not the Premier League side. Bournemouth won today. They put up a bit of a fucking fight. Forest and Wolves, at least they. I mean, it was embarrassing. All right, you can. Okay, people are going to sit there and say, I'm sure, uh, you know, Rogers hasn't had the luck and he didn't have the backing and all that fucking crap. But you know what? You know, you can't even tell me that we were unlucky. You can't say, well, the ball went in off Everson's arse and we, we, you know, we lost in the 94th minute. I don't give a shit. We lost. And on that first half performance, we did not deserve anything from it. Palace were the better team. Palace absolutely dominated us. They wanted it. We don't. And if anybody dares to say that those players are playing for Brendan Rodgers, fuck off. Then They're not. Half of them will be gone at the end of the season because we're going to lose about four players, five players that are out of contract. Next season, there's another seven or eight, nine that are out of contract. They don't give a shit about playing for Leicester because we've let them get into that position. 
I'm not saying necessarily he's lost it, but do you want to play for a manager that one week says, yeah, you're my perfect defensive midfielder. He, he does his that. And then never fucking starts him again. Do I have to say Hamza Chowdhury? Blew smoke up his arse. And he was that play, he was the player of the match in that game against Liverpool. Never fucking played again for us. And he was shipped out. Brendan is the biggest bell end of a bullshitter this side of the River Trent. I'm sorry. It's just awful. And you know what? I don't just blame him anymore. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to lose a lot of people, a lot of friends probably over this. I've put it on my socials, so I'll probably get attacked by all angles. But there's only one there's one person, well, two people to blame. One of them is Brendan because he can't do his fucking job. And the second one of them is Top. Because he, as I've put there, Top, oops, let me just put that back because you can't really see it. There we go. Top. The time is now, oh, the, I'm going to read it out. The time has come for you to grow a pair of balls and make the decision to sack that clown Rogers. Your family's legacy is being ruined by your inability to act. From the chairman that brought Rogers in and won the FA Cup and danced on the pitch to the one that wouldn't sack the same man and get and got, or probably get us relegated. It says got us there, but, and get us relegated. <sighs> I know there's a lot going on after COVID with your company, etc. And I tell you what, I love you for everything that you and your dad achieved, but you're ruining that legacy. Because it doesn't matter what you did years and years ago. You only, in, in football, you're only as good as your last game stroke or your last season. You will be remembered as the chairman that paid off £192 million, and thank you for that, and then got us relegated. Oh, yeah, and at some point in the past, we may have won the FA Cup and the Premier League. There's an open invitation for anybody, and they won't. They won't come on because they like to go into their little press conferences where all the journals want to keep on the good side of the manager and the club because we know that clubs can ban uh, journalists from going in so they don't want to upset them so they'll ask them all the nice questions oh what do you think you'll do this week and let Brendan off by let, you know, Brendan spends half his fucking conversation well half of it asleep and the second half talking about how he respects the opposition and what a difficult game it's going to be top grow a pair of fucking balls and sack this man because you are going to be responsible if we go down you Nobody else, even more than Brendan, you are going to be responsible. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams that are in a relegation fight. Of those nine teams, six of them have sacked their manager. One of them has sacked two managers. The three that haven't, West Ham are in 19th. Leicester, who are in 18th in the relegation zone. And Nottingham Forest, they may well have just got it right, they're in 14th. Everybody else has, I say, sacked at least one manager this season. Southampton, as we know, have sacked two. And all this like, well, you know, who, who, would, who could do a better job? Who could do a fucking worse job? 
I, I, I said this the other week. It was kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I'm going to go and repeat it because I think it's true. We played better under Puel. We were not playing this shit under Puel and we sacked him. We were not playing this shit under Ranieri and we sacked him. Shakespeare and we sacked him. I am just... You, 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 you're turning our club into a laughing stock. Yeah, people laughed at you when you said when you bought us and said, "Oh, we're going to get into Europe in six years." That was a different sort of laugh. This is a club that everybody outside the so-called big six or seven turned around and said, "That's that's the club we want to be like. That's the plan we need to follow. Follow our fucking plan, and we'll take you down to disaster because that's what it's turned into." I've had enough. I really, if you don't, if you don't act top, it will be embarrassing, and you will have ruined the legacy that you have brought to this club. Now, maybe, maybe it's the fact that we have been doing so much better over the last sort of six seasons, seven seasons, that it hurts more. Well, that may be the case, but I don't, you know, I'm not. I am not saying that we should be qualifying for the Champions League. What I am saying is we should be mid-table. We should be battling. Nigel Pearson's great escape team battled every week. That team couldn't battle the way out of a fucking paper bag. And that said the paper bag is wet. Absolutely shite. That team... Oh. We're going to talk more. We're going to talk more about it. I can see Brad's, um, Brad's going, oh, my God, what have I come into here? Um, he'll probably try and tell me the second half was good. I don't know. Half, half the fans had probably left by then. There's been a few comments, so let's just see what they're saying. Uh, there's a, I've got to be honest with you, there was about 10 comments before I even went live. Um, Brendan, out or we're going down. Uh, David, good luck with your stream, Chris. I'm so disgusted to have to go outside in the sun and forget about the game in Leicester. They didn't pass well. Never first to tackle, so I stopped caring what happened. Top, this is what you have changed our club to. As I say, open invitation to yourself, uh, to Susan Whelan, John Rudkin, anybody on the board. Come on and face face the fans but you won't because you like your little cozy press conferences where we can't hear what's being asked because you, your microphones are shit and you don't want us to hear what's being asked you just want us to hear bullshitting brendan's replies scott rogers needs to be sacked now rogers out by tomorrow or let our uh, let our dream come true uh rene uh top Please sack him by tomorrow, I beg you. Oh, Chris, how are you? Oh, I'm, I'm on top of the world, mate. Absolutely living the dream. Living the dream. Um, great. Vichy had a dream. This is a bloody nightmare. What an embarrassing mess we have now become. Terry, good morning all, uh, or good evening all. I didn't actually hear all the match, so interested to hear your views. <laughs> well, there you go. They were my views. Um, Rogers destroying our squad. Uh, Gray, uh, evening Terry, pathetic uh, personified. Uh, I've been in the post. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Uh, what the hell has happened? Um, give Rogers a new contract. <laughs> Don't, Scott. Scott, if you if I didn't know you, that that'd be you kicked. Um, 
I said 1-1, one, one, but what the fuck? Well, uh, Rogers said uh, said there wasn't much between both teams. Uh, was he watching a different game? Well, for about 10 minutes in the start of the second half, maybe that's the 10 minutes he was referring to. Apart from that, we were fucking shit. Madison, an England player? No, <laughs> you're joking me. Not on that performance, he wasn't. Um, Rogers, please go to Spurs. They deserve him. Um, if we don't score own goals, Leicester won Liverpool nil. Pan. Yeah, I mean, I, that I said I actually was typing and I didn't see, but I believe it went in off his arse. I don't think we can actually blame Everson for that. Although I'm sure Ward would have saved it, like I say, had he been in goal. Tongue is firmly planted in my cheek, everybody. Uh, top needs to wake up. Uh, top, please be like Vishai. Um, Roy may substitute to change the result. Yeah, well, Roy was just absolutely... For a 70-odd-year-old, he was absolutely... He was more animated, more into the game. I could say, he was calling the players over when, they, when there was an injury and talking to them. Rodgers was stuck in a mint. Um, Spurs are more than welcome to Rodgers, exactly. Uh, we won't win another game while Rodgers is still here. Um, I know we beat Villa 4-2, I think, last time, but I think we'll lose. Yeah, we will. We will. I can't see us winning another game. Uh, we will be 19th after the West Ham game if either team win. Yeah. Uh, um, oh God. Uh, West Ham will probably win. Uh, imagine if Top listened to this. I wish he would. But like I say, no balls. Um, has He's lost the faith of the players. You can clearly see everyone is uh, in majority underperforming. Uh, KDH looks completely out of sorts. Indeed, immensely poor. Who is Tete? Told you, told us uh, a dream, a flash in the pan. Uh, why was Daka playing, not Ian Acho? Why was Indeedy playing, not uh, Mendy? Where well, it just goes on and on. Um, uh, we are on good form before we lost 3 0 to Man United, but that's nothing to do. Uh, yeah, poor results. Hi, Rich from Rich Sports Man United fan. Good luck tomorrow, mate. Uh, poor result. Rogers has been before so long now, he certainly has. Uh, Scott was being sarcastic. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I got that. I don't think uh, Rene did. Um, Daka poor, still Teddy poor, indeed poor. Samara is a donkey. Why isn't Mendy uh, playing? I'm losing my mind watching these games. <laughs> think on paper the quality we have and look like a League One side. I think you're being unfair to League One. I said it was Premier League versus League Two. Uh, my pitchfork is out, mate. <laughs> um Crystal Palace need a crystal ball to see our future under this clown. Um, we're going down. I'm yelling, sack him. Uh, Rogers, just blah, 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 blah. I think I'm, we're all going along the same lines here. Something tells me Southampton might win. Uh, so now, Simon Lawton, an old friend I used to work with him back in my Leicester days at the WHS uh, years, as I like to call them. He's now a vicar. Well, look, mate. I know I joke that you know, Brad's a bit of a Jesus Christ, but Simon, you're a vicar. You've got a direct line to him up above. What are you doing, mate? Get on now. Get those prayers out and and put, pull your finger out. <laughs> Hope you're well, Simon. Uh, something has to change, Chris. Not sure who we'd bring in. I don't care who we'd bring in. I do not care. Nathan Jones, bring him in. David Moyes, I was quite happily do a swap with West Ham. I really would, simply because anybody coming in, it's a breath of fresh air. And just maybe just changes things around a little bit. 
Um, cheaper, yes, it is cheaper than relegation. Uh, that can play is good. So he, he, yeah, he tries. I've got to say, um, <laughs> Jack's on the way back from the game. Are you as pissed off as I am, mate? Uh, Inacho should be starting. Yes, he should. Uh, <laughs> Simon said, "Chris, I'm praying." <laughs> no one, no wonder Brad uh, jumped up. Then it was a sh- sudden prayer he wasn't ready for. Uh, <laughs> and he's praying. Rogers goes, "Yeah, what can I say?" Look, the, 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 the poor guy's been. He's been there for about the last ranting 10 minutes or whatever it is. It's his fault for being late. But I'm going to bring him in now and he's going to tell me how good we were and uh, and we should keep Rodgers, extend his contract. And uh, if we play like we played in the second half, the confidence will come and we will, we will stay up. Hello, Brad. I'm looking for that person that's going to say that because it ain't coming from me if I tell you that much. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I won't ask how you're doing. I'm not said good. I've just got to say, because I didn't say it at the start, this is Left Until I Die TV, and we are now live on YouTube and uh, Facebook and Twitter now. And for those of us who have been listening, and if you've not turned off because of all the bad language, you can catch us via the podcast on your favourite podcast platform, and that is Left Until I Die. And just ask your smart speaker as well. <sighs> Sum that up for me, Brad. Absolutely fucking useless waste of a bag of shite. Good night, everybody. There's much for you. See you later. See, 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 <laughs> see you for the five mil thumping against Villa. That's that's not happening. <laughs> Actually, on the Facebook page, I put the uh, all the predictions up that you, me, and Greg and all the ex players made, and people were laughing and say like, not one of you got it right. I did comment, but then I took it down and I thought. We were all hoping beyond hope, weren't we? I mean, come on, we've got a, we've got a clown in charge. That oh, just in case anybody saw it earlier. Yeah, can't wait for next. Cannot cannot wait for next season. Leicester City versus Stoke City, sponsored by Seal Bars at the King Power. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Do you know what's funny, mate? Over yeah. your right shoulder, I think it is. I've been trying to figure it out since I started. It's it's yeah. It's funny, the flag there, the way it's drooped over, is now Leicester's new motto. It just says Leicester City Football Club, quit. <laughs> what, uh, what time was that? I'm going to clip that, 21.30. <laughs> that is so very true. Um, look, earlier in the season, Brendan Rodgers, this great coach that you know manages our club, uh, or mismanages our club. <laughs> Great manager. Oh, you've cheered me up, Chris. <laughs> um, he got outthought and outsmarted by a manager that wasn't even a manager. Manager was literally his first game in, in charge um, of a team that had just been beaten 9 0. He's now been outthought and outtacted by a 70 odd year old guy who. As much as I made all the jokes, and believe you me, I, I I did make some jokes about the poor man, but I've got to say, he had them firing on all cylinders. That that, that was embarrassing, and I don't know what part of what's happening to our to our football club is annoying me the most. I really don't know what's angering me the most because 
I'm going to throw out a few names that might send shivers down people's spine, but I want you to just compare them to the squad we have now, right? Matt Piper, Jamie Scowcroft, Junior Lewis, Andy Impey. Oh, you know, that's probably one name that just about scrapes into it. John, John Stevenson, players like that. Dennis Wise, Matt Heath. Oh, no, 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 no. It's going to get worse. Matt Heath, an old pastor, Ian Walker. I'm naming Nikos Dabizas, Martin Keown, scumbag, six months wasted our time, his time, and everybody else's time. Solano. Well, no, Solano, Solano, I don't think played at that point. I'm not sure. You'd have to remind me, but right, okay. I'm not. I'm not just talking. I'm not talking money wasters. I'm. I'm fairly certain the players I've named there, Lillian Nallis, to really give it away. I'm. I'm naming players that got us relegated over two seasons. I'm talking about the initial drop down under Potato Peeler, and then that season we spent up with Mickey Adams and came back down straight away again, right? Now, in the midst of all that shower of shy, I probably named a handful of people that showed grit, determination, and really tried to keep us in the division. Like Matt Piper, Dickhoff, Scowcroft, Brian Dean, and even though he was past it, Ian Walker, and, and Alan DMP, right? I'm looking at this team. Iverson, FaZe, Sutar, Ricardo, Castagne, Ndidi, M Mendy, Fardy. Nacho, Daka, Madison, even Tillemans. There is such a dramatic difference in talent for most of them players compared to what we went down with before, the last two relegations Leicester have suffered from the Premier League, and yet I have seen more heart and passion from the likes of John Stevenson's, Matt Heath, Oaks, bloody... Players we knew weren't even League One standard yet have them in the Premier League, but we tried our best to make a, a, a gold out of shite, didn't we? Back then, we had yeah. we had over the top, we had old age pensioners, or we had players that weren't good enough because we didn't have a lot of money. We were trying to get them in on a hundred grand, whatever, and desperately trying to do what teams like Bournemouth have to do or have done in, in recent years. But we saw damn well more fight from them players. Who knew they weren't good enough, but were trying desperately to keep us in the division. Then this team, that on paper, the majority of that team is far better than the two teams combined. And it's that's I think that's what's infuriating me more. Because I thought at first it was it was Brendan taking off every attacking option after 20 seconds of being one all. But no, it really is that. You know, at least the other two relegations, you could look at that squad and go. Well, to be fair, they were up against it. They were never going to survive, really. But at least they tried. Oh well, at least we're championship ready. This, this, this is this feels like Newcastle. You know, when they went down and they had like Paducah and that. Hmm. Uh, I'm just you know. at the end of this season, and it's a very strong possibility. We will not do a Burnley. We will not come back up in the style that they're coming back up. And we will not even do a Norwich or a Watford because we're not that good. Mate, we will do... <laughs> we're going to do what we did, what, 15 years ago, if my memory serves right, if I've done the maths right. We're going to drop. 
we're not even going to have the luxury of, of of becoming a Scottish football side in the Championship for three seasons before it happens. We will drop like Derby County. Mm. We will go straight into League One playing like this with this clown in charge because the good players will piss off because we'll have no choice. I'm not saying financially we're going to be in disaster like work. Cause we, no way we can be with these owners, even with the situation it is. But what 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 it leaves us with? I can't wait to play Plymouth Argyle on Forest Green Rovers in two seasons' time because that's a, honestly people might say that's really ex extravagant and and um, uh, and a bit too extreme. What 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 have you seen this season that says that we wouldn't really struggle in the Championship again? Absolutely nothing at all. Um, we've just let we've just let a Palace side. Sorry, I'm still angry, Chris. I know I'm kind of. I, I will let this be my last outburst, but we let a fucking Crystal Palace side have twenty shots in the first half. Remind me, Chris. Weren't they two points ahead of us and struggling just like us before kickoff today? Because they've just had about fifty shots. It felt like you know that meme where there's like I think there's a fight going on in The Simpsons and the kids crying, going, "Stop it! He's already dead." That's how, if it weren't for Iverson making some saves, it would have felt today. I, I can't. I can't. I, I was trying to say to people in the watch along that that we will do, we will do the opposite, say the opposite to each other, just obviously to create the conversation, whether we agree with each other or not. That we will do, we will play devil's advocate, and I can't. I just can't be asked to be honest with you because <laughs> I agree with everything yeah. you're saying. I can't be asked either, mate. I really can't. I've got to say, right, and I'm I'm waiting for it to come up. I haven't seen. I I just don't watch it. I I I would put my foot through the TV if I watched his post match press conference. But the the highlight of it here is the BBC have just put it up. Leicester did not deserve painful defeat, Rogers. Yes, we fucking did because it was Premier League versus League Two. We did. We got what we deserved, and you could argue, oh, it was. Bad luck, like I said, it went in off Everson's arse or whatever, and, and it was the 94th minute. In that first half, we were fucking left for dead. We're gonna go, we're gonna come on to that in a minute because, like I say, this is anybody that's that's a wants an early night or b is thinking that we're gonna say something positive. Um, no, forget it, forget it. I just want to catch up with uh, some comments and then we'll go back to uh, to the match. Um, Vichai made our club. Rogers will destroy it. Um, fall on your sword, Rogers. You seal. Don't stop chewing your gum. I can't believe he was putting a mint or whatever it was in his mouth after uh, while while uh, Hodgson was talking tactics. Um, to the point, Brad. Um, come on, Brad. Behaviour tells us that Rogers will be able to turn things around. Scott, you are come. I like you, Scott. You know that you are mod, but some of these you sailing close to the wind there, young man. Um, I don't care who we get, just sat the bugger exactly because nobody could do any worse. Nathan Jones, tell you, Steve Lampard, Steve Lampard, <laughs> put the two of them together, Stephen Gerrard and Frank Lampard. Neither of them, literally, I'm not saying they do any better, but they could not do any worse. Um, we haven't got Eagle Piggles in Australia. Uh, I want top to to sack uh, Clown Rogers now. Uh, I had it. Oh, I don't know what you're getting on there. Uh, or Millwall in midweek. Oh God, yeah. The, the 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 highlights we've got to look forward to. Foxes roll over and die. Yes, we do. Uh, I don't know what it feels like to win anymore. 
What's that? I don't know. Something England managed midweek, believe it or not. Uh, and I don't know whether sort of Madison was sort of left on the pitch or something there, but he certainly didn't come back to Leicester, that Madison, did he? Yeah. I'm just wondering if, if, if there is such a thing as football. Maybe we need to look into this, Chris, and see what it's all about, because it might be quite useful if we get some. If, apparently, because it sounds like it might get you more than zero points from a game, so uh, yeah. look into it. Yeah. I would actually take Steve Cooper... Uh, we beat the good teams and lose to the crap teams. Um, <laughs> you take yeah. you take Steve Cooper right now. I take Sheldon Cooper, <laughs> and he ain't even real. <laughs> is that the guy off um, Big Bang? Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory is it? It's the only yeah. show that I know. I used to love that, but uh, it is. I still do. It is my guilty pleasure. Um, imagine if Bad was the Leicester City manager to replace Rogers. I'd, I'd even take that, mate. We haven't won since the 11th of February. What was that? 1996. Um, no, they couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag. Uh, I knew we'd lose to United, Arsenal and Chelsea, but Palace, Southampton and Blackburn, yeah. Um, welcome to the final score. To be honest with you, Anthony, I don't think you're even joking. I think you're being serious. Um, I don't know where we get the goal from. <laughs> Well, one brother's in, the other brother follows him. I had Leicester for an away win today on my accumulator. Your fault, then. Uh, Stowell in for the rest of the season. Stowell and Evans, just give it to them. Give it to them. Uh, can we bring in anybody? Um, and we have to meet Chris next season at Ashton Gate for league match. <laughs> oh, I see, yeah, that's what you're saying there. And uh, I blame Top more than Brendan. Well, you know my thoughts. I've just ranted about that. Um, Shakespeare in Eagle Pickle in <laughs> Indeed uh, William Shakespeare could do a better job Yes he could uh, I'm sorry take Claudio back right now I'd take Prell back And I know I know, Brad you are saying this. It was just never this Brad, bad Brad It was never this bad Brad Under Prell Or am I, am I Remembering things differently I think it was just as bad, you know, because he couldn't get them to pass more than five yards. And that's the ultimate piss take. That's the ultimate. You know what? Oh, my God, it's April 1st, isn't it? Brennan has just revealed his biggest joke. They've spent two and a half seasons showing us snippets of training videos passing five yards. And the fuckers can't even do it. Oh, what a joke. <laughs> you got as good. What a joke. What an April Fool's prank, prank to play on us, you bunch of pathetic losers. <laughs> it's just yeah. as bad you know what you can have him as the assistant and swap them around we'd still go down yeah um can you imagine the uh atmosphere if we brought claudio back um yeah i'd rather bring potato peeler back at this rate well, like at I least said, his first half of the season was good we can sack him knowing what he does in the second half of the season well no way mate you ain't trusting anything get out we only need him for 10 games, you know. Yeah, give, give him 10 games and then sack him. Before yeah. him. Like I say, though, it's like, who would do a worse job? That is that is the thing. Uh, can I just say, I just want to read this. And I do have a website, uh, believe it or not, and, uh, and it, is a, it is a proper football website. Um, and my, this is my headline uh, for today's uh, report. Crystal Palace 2, Leicester City 1. And I've just put, just read the headlines from any of the games since we've beat Tottenham and insert here. <laughs> Different mm. match, same through. And it's true. It is absolutely true. 
So, give me your thoughts on on, on the team that that, that that started it. No, no, no. pratting there at all. No attacking in, no attacking intent from the middle of the park because he's played two defensive midfielders. He's not played two centre midfielders. He's played defensive midfielders. So there's a massive gap between our forward strike force and uh, uh, and the midfield. He's played one up, one up front, and I I honestly reckon if you look back at every single goal this season because it feels like there hasn't even been 10 this season that's how bad I felt we played at times this season right if you look back at every single goal Leicester scored this is one for the statisticians out there to maybe quickly see if they can find out and figure out <clears throat> I would want to know the percentage of goals scored by Leicester when we had two strikers up front because how, how many more times does he have to put a second striker on and watch them score before he gets it into that big, giant, thick, seal, thick skull of his that two strikers is away forward? It was an absolute waste of a formation, absolute waste of a lineup, an absolute waste of a tactic today. Because what's the point in having four? What's the point in having two wingers, an attacking midfielder, and a striker? Four attacking options. When they're forty yards away from the midfield, yeah, it's waste, absolute waste. Eleven good players. I was happy with the eleven players, but everything else is a waste from there on. And yes, yeah. right now I would, mate. Right now, pay the compensation, get him out of Bristol City, and let him have free reign. He would be the man to hopefully get us playing decent in the second tier. Uh, and I've got to say, Simon, I've just realised, of course, you're a vicar and all we've done is swear like mad since the show started. So please say a couple of Hail Marys. Yeah, forgive us for all we have since, Simon. I do apologise. I'll have words with him later. I I've told him to pick up the lines here, Simon. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. can you just please sort of, you know, just... Um, what's what I'm looking for? Just put a good word in for us. Just say, look, I know they were bad, but, you know, th there was reasons for it. Um and just for Simon, I know this is normally for Brad, but you're going to have to share it this time, Brad. I will save that until we sack Pearson. No, I mean, I looked at that lineup, and I know Danny Ward did well for Wales midweek, and fair play to him, but I think, you know, he, he nailed his flag to the, to the masted Brendan by saying that Everson was going to get a run. Uh, <laughs> Simon said he'll have a word with the boss. <laughs> Is that Julia or God? Let me know which one it is. <laughs> one, of, one of them is. Um, Castagna suit our phase Christiansen. Yeah, I mean, again, that kind of picked itself, didn't it? Indeedy. I, I don't get it. I he is not... I was nearly swore again then, Simon. He's not as good as he used to be. I mean... There was a point, and I'm just trying to see where it was here. Yeah, 32 minutes gone, uh, coming out of defence, and he passed it straight to a Crystal Palace player. Yeah, um, I I will have some form of sympathy with Ndidi. I I know, shock horror, hear me out here. But it kind of relates Danny Ward in 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 a way. Right, because we sympathise that yes, he made mistakes and 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 there is some areas of his game that he clearly needs to work on, and we weren't too pleased with. But we also sympathise, and we say the same with Iverson today. Really, you could sympathise with him, not just with the own goal, but he gets peppered with a lot. 
right? And I mean, nearly double, if not triple, your average goalkeeper in the Premiership per game. Danny Ward and Iverson have both had to face more shots than anyone. I think I saw a, a, a stat today that Crystal Palace had the most shots in the first half since 2015, when uh, he's broken a record that was set in 2015, probably Man City or someone like that, knowing them. Uh, so that's even more embarrassing, right? Indeedy, right, made a lot of passing mistakes and got caught out of the ball, but he's having double, if not triple, the workload to do because Dewsbury Hall gives the ball away or Sutar boots it straight to a Palace player. We, you know, it's very comparable to make a player look so bad when all of a sudden he's got the responsibility of marking players, and that's fair, He's having to do that action three or four times over in 40 seconds. He must be exhausted after 20 minutes. No wonder they're making mistakes. Like I said, there's no point asking them to do a training. They might as well just not bother training tomorrow and Monday because they can't do it. They clearly can't. That way we won't get any injuries. Oh, no, they'd find a way. They'd fall down the stairs in the morning to get the coffee, some of them. Are that. <laughs> is, that, is that built into the last DNA? They, they, they'd sneeze and they'd dislocate the shoulder. That, no, that's true. That is very true. That, I want to ask you about Dewsbury Hall uh, because this came up in the in the watch along. Um, are we? And I think we could be doing this with quite a few players. Are we looking at him and thinking because of how he used to be, he should be good now? And are some of these players getting into the team on their reputation rather than their current ability? No, Brendan's making the same mistake. It's like Groundhog Day. He made the same mistake with Tillemans. He's made the same mistake with Madison last year. And now he's making the same mistake with Dewsbury Hall this year. And that is, he'll play them to death in any position he desperately needs them to play until they cannot physically walk anymore. Hmm. Look at Tillemans, kept getting injured. Have to play him. Wasn't fully fit, still played 70 minutes. Wasn't fully fit, had to play 90 minutes. Played him to death, played him to death, played him to death. He didn't do anything for five, six games. Kept playing him because he was desperate. And then eventually he got injured, so he missed a month. Madison was the same. He made him captain. He made him free kick taker. He made him throwing taker. He made him corner kick taker. He made him the striker attacking midfield. He gave him every responsibility on the sun. He played him to death. Madison went missing for half the season because he couldn't get a goal or assist because he was absolutely run down. He's doing exactly the same with Kieran Dewsbury Hall. We had a spark, we had a talent, we had a potential that we needed to nurture and manage right, and he's playing him to death. He's playing him in a position he's not familiar with. He's playing him in a role that he's not familiar with. He's putting him out left because we need him on the pitch. He's not going for a left option. He's putting him on there because he, he's desperate to have him play. He'll put him up front if we had no strikers. He'd put him in goal if Ward and Iverson got injured. He will make sure he's on the team sheet because he's desperate for him to shine. And all Brendan's doing is the more he's trying to make a, sh a midfielder shine of that calibre and quality is he's burning them out quicker. The oil isn't having a chance to hit the lamp to shine because he's burnt it before it's even got there. And I'm sick of seeing deja vu with him, mate. He's ruined three midfielders' careers, potentially in terms of their development over the years due to injury, over-workload and over and underappreciated because the man-management is bollocks. Because if he man-managed them, we'd have all three of them. Oh, no, Chris, if he man-managed players as well as he did, Madison Tillemans and 
Kieran Jewsby Hall would be one of the most fearful three in midfield in this entire Premiership. Because on their day, what we've seen their ability to do, if he keeps all three of them fit, rotates rests and does what he needs to, like any manager with half a brain cell, right, needs to, needs, right, we would have one of the freshest and best midfields in that division, hands down. Yeah. On, on paper, I think we have, but Rogers, I'd... He's made us worse. There's no two ways about it. He came over. He came in because we didn't like the way Prowl was playing, so he went and got Rogers. Uh, you know that was when uh, you know um, uh, uh, Top's balls must have dropped into place because he went and sat Prowl finally and got Rogers, and we had a bit of exciting football, didn't he? You know, we we, we kind of went back to that exciting type of football we played. And I don't want to become a West Ham fan and say, oh, well, as long as we play football this way, I don't care if we win or lose. No, because when we played it that way, we actually did win. Um, But now I still say this, okay, maybe not worse, but it is as bad as when we had Claude Puel in charge. We've gone back, you know. Yeah, we have. Sorry, go on. No, that that is the table. If West mm. Ham or Southampton don't draw tomorrow, we will be. You know, we well we if they draw. Oh no, it's like Southampton is all below, but we could be down into nineteenth place. Um, Depends on the goals scored, doesn't it? Is that would that be the only thing that would keep us eighteenth if it was a draw as well? Because West Ham would have twenty five points and minus ten. Is that yeah? So. That's got to be yeah. gold scored. Yeah. Um, I think, though, no, that is goal difference. That is goal difference. But after that, and I know Southampton will have played the game extra, West Ham have still played the game left. They've got two games in hand and one point behind. And you know, yeah. I can sit here and say, oh, West Ham aren't going to win those two games. That midweek game against Aston Villa is... If we can't beat Crystal Palace, you know, we talked about this, didn't we, on Monday night? What, you know, what teams we would be up against and what teams we should be, you know, beating. How can we beat the likes of Leeds, Everton, Bournemouth when we can't beat the likes of fucking Crystal Palace? We've got no hope, mate. And playing like this, we've got absolutely no hope. The. With each passing game that goes by, we see more and more what the problem is. But I've, I, I don't know, mate, you might know the, the, the movie quote when I say this, but I've just had an apostrophe. Lightning. Apostrophe. Has... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, hear me out. This is a genuine movie quote. I've had an apostrophe. Yeah. I think you mean. I think, oh, sorry, I think... mate. Sorry, mate. Go on, carry on. Yeah. And, 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 and a certain someone might say, I think you mean epiphany. And I'm going to say to you that. Lightning has struck me brain and it's hurt. Quotes from Hook, the movie Hook. If you don't, if you know that very well done, that's that's a bold memory for me, right? Sorry, I apologize. Do you know what? At least you had an attempt at guessing it because I knew it was obscure when I said it, but right, here's the thing, right? You know, we're talking about Powell, was it as bad? Is it as bad? And it's just got me thinking, and I've just noticed a little bit of a pattern with Leicester since since the Premier League, probably. So, no, since Pearson got sacked. Ranieri had a good start. We played free-throwing football, and we all know what happened, right? Forget forget where we finished the season, so I'm just going off a season base by base here, right? Then it's almost 
out of nowhere, maybe we put it down to the Tinker Man, right? The second season, he was all over the shot. He was changing formation, he was changing tactics, he tried to change how Leicester played. Look what happened. He got the sack. Okay, so then who did we bring in? We brought in Shakespeare. He gave them the freedom of the park. He let the players enjoy themselves and play the way that they know best. And he got the manager's job. He kept Leicester safe. He got Leicester to a quarterfinals of the Champions League. Um, and he got the manager's job. And then he tried to do things his way. Or oh, so it seems. Now, I know you're thinking, but okay, yeah, Shakespeare tried to do things his way. What, what were you getting at? And then, obviously, it went wrong, didn't it? And then in between that period of Appleton and whatever, we had um, we eventually landed on Powell. And he let us play our freedom. He let he, he even openly said, I want us to play to their abilities and strengths and do well. We played a little bit of exciting football. And then he went defensive and he tried to change things. Just like Shakespeare. Just like Ranieri. Just like Pearson did after he got promoted in the Premiership. Well, maybe it's just a really long coincidence. And then we hire Rogers. And we have a really good season and a half. And then suddenly he makes dramatic changes and tries to change it all up and completely confuses the fans and the players. It's almost like maybe the instructions from above are demanding a change after one season because they're scared they're going to get found out. Or I mean, you could go as far back as Peter Taylor. Hmm, it almost seems like it's the Leicester way. Yeah, play good, play good bad. Season. Yeah. Yeah got us top and then it all went tits up um i'll need to catch up with some comments so um we will go through some of the main ones here um we'll talk about the individual players uh later lesser supporter um um let's have a look i might, I might surprise a few when we talk about them yeah <laughs> um i was just interviews Honestly, I know we weren't that good last season, but that feels brilliant compared to this year. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Richard, he's, he's shouting the big uh, Bristol City banner or waving it and saying we should have uh, Andy King back. Um, I'll start a GoFundMe page for a new manager to pay Rogers off. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is I, we, this. Let, we we need to get and forget this ten million. He isn't on ten million a year. It will not cost us ten million to pay him off. But we will whatever. Um, hello, folks. I don't know what has happened now. Due to technical issues, you're unfortunately stuck with this. This. Uh, face i think chris has probably pressed the wrong button or he's just decided to ditch it but i mean no, here he comes there I'm he back. comes i pressed the wrong button i went i went to move a bit of dirt off my computer uh no oh, i just need to load everything back up again now um i'm gonna leave that one back up because i think he needs to get the uh get the same but um we will just lose so much if we go down um mm. that's the thing uh, Leicester was swearing gets all my anger out from Leicester. Um, not... There's not enough hours in the day left to do that, mate. I'm afraid. <laughs> I take Nathan Jones or Arthur Hall as next Leicester City manager. I'd take Stephen Gerrard or Frank Lampard at the moment. Anybody that comes in will just give us a breath of fresh air, and that's what we need. It's so stale. Um, 
Maybe we're trying to finish the story by going down to win the Papa John's trophy. <laughs> well, we'd still get knocked out on penalties, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. Couldn't pass the bridge. Uh, Rennie's got to go. Take care, Rennie. Um, you never replace Wes Morgan. Now, you know, let's, let's not go back in time. Uh, indeed, he's been off for about 18 months. How is Mendy not starting? I have no idea. Um, I'm just saying goodbye to everybody else. Uh, told you, bro, sad days we are going down. Uh, that looks painful, that table. It, it certainly did. Um, do LCFC want to go down to correct uh, finances? It'd make our finances worse because of you know the money we would lose. Um, Rogers, it's used to always be my job with Europe, win a trophy job done. Um, that oh, man for- 5 0 win feels like a decade ago. Um, April Fool's Day, well, we certainly had uh, was it was it 15 players eventually that were fools. Um, you know, what's gone before Rogers will be here to the end of this. Yeah, I, I guess he will. I guess he will. Um, will be 19th, by the way, regardless of the result. Um, yeah, because they're on minus 10, but it's got to go down to goals scored to swap us around. If it ends nil nil, a draw will end it. it um, oh dear, it's a it, it's um, you know what? There's not even any comfort in this, there's only there's only one person that's taking comfort in what I've just seen, but Chelsea lost. Have they, have they finished playing Chelsea? Yeah, they've finished. It's finished 2 0. What, to Villa? Mm hmm. So oh, yeah. Steve's got another point. He's got another point. That takes him up to top. Takes him up to top this week. No, um, he puts some joints, put some joints off. Yeah. Me. Let me. Uh, let me. Let's have, have a look at that first half. Probably uh, share that one. That was the heat map at half-time. I mean, that was fucking awful. At half-time, Crystal Palace had had 20 shots. We had had none. That is absolutely disgusting from a Premier League team. It's just a shambles, mate. Like I said, it it broke a record for the most shots in in the first half. Since 2015, and yeah. I think, if I remember rightly, it was a similar performance put in by Bournemouth against Man City, and that was a game where they only lost it one nil, and it looked better than what it was. But I think Man Man City ended the game with like 41 shots or something daft like that. Yeah, it's just not acceptable. No. I mean, we, we are literally so we never got our own fucking half in that first half. Ten minutes in, Brad, I've written down here. Um, we've not settled. They were all over us in those first 10 minutes. And I know we've had this discussion before. Defending was awful. I know we didn't yeah, concede. Literally, it was only because they were pinging shots that hit our players and pinged out. Or literally, they were getting the ball and just hoofing it. But unfortunately, when they hoofed it, they hoofed it straight back to a Palace player. Yeah, and it's been the story of Leicester's season for the majority of the season. Not even like it's just an away day thing, you know. It's not like, oh, this is how we do it away and we try and knit results. No, we've been like this for the majority of the season. And I, the only way I say the majority and not all of the season is because, it, contrary to popular belief, Leicester have actually won some games this season, although you wouldn't know it looking at our performances. And I wouldn't blame you if you didn't think we'd won a game yet this season. But, oh, it's just... It's so depressing 
right? Because you get this false excitement, you get the team news, and you look at it, and you kind of forget to realise how they line up. And this, the way they lined up, like I talked said to you, Chris, the gap between the defence and the midfield just is why we have that heat map. You know, if if, if I felt sorry for anybody that was stood in 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 the Crystal Palace off because they must have got frostbite waiting for some some heat to come around from other people because. I bet, I bet Guaita, their goalkeeper, I bet his hands are numb. I bet he's thinking, Gordon Bennett, get me get me in the hot tub so I can defrost my fingers because that was embarrassing. Yeah, I, I mean, 27 minutes gone. They'd had 13 attempts and we had nil. I didn't realise it was going to get worse. Um, it was like a cup game. I've written down here, it's like a cup game. Premier League versus League Two. That's I an insult to League Two. Well... Uh, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, isn't it? I can't really uh, disagree with that. Um, I mean, normally I then say, well, what can we do at half-time? Who can we swap around? Well, you were in, weren't you, at half-time? And I said, well, can we make 10 substitutions? Because not one of those players outfield deserved to be on that pitch. No, there wasn't much to, to, to anything to say that you wouldn't have been sat there going, why is he taking him off? It would have been like, oh, well, at least he's made changes. Yeah. I mean, do you know what makes me what makes me laugh, Chris? He made changes and he still found a way to piss me off. He really did. <laughs> well, and I've sent this in, I've sent it into the BBC. Now, they've already posted one of mine, so I don't know if they maybe look out for names to try and not get a regular on there. But I sent in my thoughts and I said, when he takes a, and I didn't put Brenda, but I said, when he takes a left back, an attacking left back off, for a defensive left back, nearly twenty seconds after after the equaliser, it tells you the mentality that is running through that club. And I will how can you make subs and piss the fans off? I will come on to that point in a second because I I, I need to talk about Thomas and, and Christian. Mm. Um, there was desperate tackles going in. There was bookings coming uh, all over. Um, Madison didn't have a, his best game, but we've got to say, was that Palace's, you know, they played so well they didn't allow him to. At halftime, it was it was really embarrassing. Then suddenly, and let's have a look at the heat map for the second half. Um, oh, there we go. That's the heat map. Well, what, what have I done here? I've loaded... It's a technical the, glitch. The technical is. glitch, mate. <laughs> I have I have loaded the same map twice. Um, I have as well. In the second half, it was a lot better. Let me just say that. <laughs> In the second half, it was a lot better. Um, but still, oh, for five minutes, ten minutes, if we're generous, we played well. Uh, Ricardo came on, and we'd only just been talking about Ricardo playing sort of more as that left winger. He came on to replace Tete. I do like him in that position. Uh, him and Castagna, what a what a combination and what a goal from Ricardo. Yeah, great. Fantastic. And it was awesome. You can tell by my voice, I'm overjoyed at the one glint in our game. The thing is, it's, it's so embarrassing. It's embarrassing how right you are, mate. Because then three shots that we had were in that 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And that's how embarrassing it's got that Leicester City look at a highlights package and go, well, we've got to make four minutes of a highlights or three minutes of a highlight out of 
out of out of three shots. I can tell you our highlights package on LCFC will be three three saves from Iverson, the goals, and that'll be it. Yeah. I mean, I actually said at half time as well, all right, I'm allowing that Palace have a new manager bounce. Well, we've got an old manager hole in the floor. Yeah, sink. Yes, thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Uh, because we, we've still got him. Um, our lead lasted three minutes. Then, I mean, our, this is how bad our defending was. We are pulling players' shirts left, right and centre. We're grabbing them and doing rugby tackles on them. There was no need. And who was it? I'm not sure who gave away the free kick. I might Dakar. Why did he do that that close to the goal? All right, it was an absolutely brilliant free kick. Um, I can't blame Everson, although I must say I think Ward would have stopped it. But, um, I mean, yeah, I jest, I jest, okay. I mean, it hit, as far as I can see, because I was, I didn't really see it, it, it seemed to hit, did it hit the bar, come down and go off his arse or something? Yeah, yeah. Although, well, it did. It, it hit the most awkward part of the bar that it didn't go straight down and it didn't bounce out. It kind of hit it on such a sweet angle that it was only ever going to go between the line and the goalkeeper. But you know what? I know you're saying it tongue-in-cheek, but I'm going to say this out there. If that was Ward, you'd have been Slayton Ward fans, some fans out there. So, I'm just... They would have. They would have been saying... They'd have been making out like Iverson would have done a 360 and saved it somehow. And it's like, well, there he is in goal, not making that save. So, tongue-in-cheek aside, it was there. But, yeah, it was unlucky. But, God, the reaction was so poor, Chris. And it wasn't just from the players. It was from the manager, the clown, the the crustless the clown. I can't call him crusty because he's not funny. Um, And that was... For the wrong reasons. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, but who, who in their right mind, you know, you talk about handling a mentality of confidence, right? A, a, a confidence crisis, you could say, that Leicester are going through, right? You've taken the lead against every single stat in, in Crystal Palace's favour, right? You've been sucker punched by a, oh, for God's sakes, Tyrone. That's what I call them. It's not unlucky. It's a, oh, my God, sort of goal, where you roll your eyes and go, for God's sake, of course that's gone in, right? against you. Yeah, when it's against you and it's like that, you're just thinking, can we not catch a break? We thought we'd finally find it when Ricardo scored, right? But what does he do? Does he, A, keep Christensen on? Does he... Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 
B, rally, rally the troops and keep Christensen on, our attacking players on, and and, 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 and show faith in him? Or does he see, go, and put Thomas on, the defensive left-back? That's not, that, that's not me having a hate towards Thomas, because I thought, I didn't think he did anything wrong. But which which option sounds like the more positive response to going back level? It certainly ain't putting on the defender. The, the yeah, defensive minded wing. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, as we, as you, you and me always do with each other. It's only uh, taking an hour for one of us to be forced to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to do. We had to disagree at some point. But look, I've written down here 60 minutes, Thomas for Christian, and I've actually put a tick against it because I think that was actually a correct decision because Christianson, Christianson, Christianson was on a yellow card. Oh, I didn't know that. You know what, my issues yeah. today with its affairs. Yeah, he was on but... a yellow card. He was like a bit like a headless chicken. You know, one of those games where, you know, a bit like Gascoigne when he got injured in the uh, in the final against, you know, against Forest. He, he just, he, he would not have stayed on that pitch. And I have to say, fair play to the referee because there was a few times when I thought, he gave out a few cards, and I thought, yeah, fair enough. Uh, and, like, Sutar took one for the team. Uh, um, and Pellis were doing it as well. And you're thinking, like, oh, yeah, if you hadn't pulled him down, there'd have been a way sort of thing. But Christensen, we could have lost him when he just, as I say, came back. So, actually, I understand him doing that. Yes, I know we've got an attacking left-back has been replaced by a defensive left-back, but at least we've got that left-back for the next game. I mean, okay, on that basis, I can understand. But for crying out loud, you've just gone attacking on both sides by putting Ricardo on there. Ricardo's instantly gone and got a goal from the link-up. Was there not another way he could have shuffled that around to to kind of get in at Palace? Because we lost all momentum. Rightly so, with the way Palace played, we deserve to. But you literally told Roy Hodgson, who's one of, who is the most experienced manager out there because he's the long oldest manager, to, you know, beat his own record and all that. Has been in the footballing industry since before, you know, I was born. And bloody hell, Chris, he's that old. He's probably been around before you were born in football. It feels like he's been on this earth. Oh, all right. Oh, hurtful, mate. Kick him out while uh, he's down. <laughs> I know, but it, it's like it's either that I have to throw something in my own eyes, and I don't like the idea of that. But no, <laughs> you cannot. You cannot give a, a manager of any calibre, let alone someone of that experience, see your cards before you play the next hand. And Rogers kind of panicked. He felt the pressure and he went, oh, I'm all in. I'm all in on this one. We're going to see out the one all drawn. And, and <laughs> Roy Hodgson just went, oh, thank Christ. I was expecting 20 minutes of us having to hold on to one all and 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 and, and maybe take the point. <laughs> if you're going to give us back the freedom and, 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 and the power again, Go ahead for it. And then, you know what? It doesn't make a difference. It was 94th minute. It could have been the 72nd minute. It wouldn't matter. There was only one team winning that game. From the second that ball crossed the line for one all, tell, tell me a Leicester fan, name me a Leicester fan out there that saw Palace's goal and went, all right, we'll win this game. Because I bet you every single Leicester fan, either in, in inside their own mind, maybe not out loud, didn't speak it out loud, but thought, oh, we're going to lose this game now. We ain't winning this game. We ain't drawing this game. We're going to lose the game. And if we can see that and we get that feeling, 
Roy Hodgson, he might be 75 years old, but I bet he's doing back, back flips in yeah. the change room going, hey, hey, thank you, Rogers. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, talking about Mr. Rogers, and we're going to come on to him. Uh, just want to catch up again with some comments. Uh, Villa will smash us. I think you are completely right. Um, season isn't a normal season. Thank God it's not, because if it was a normal season, we would have been cut adrift weeks ago. Um uh, let's have a look at what everybody else has said. Uh, fuming, we just won't beat Villa, let's face it. We won't, we won't. Um, Mike, good afternoon, Mike. How the devil are you, sir? Hope Newport did well today. Uh, that win for Pallage is a huge confidence boost and will give them belief that they can go go stay up now. And will. I mean, that's the thing. Confidence, that was the word. That was the word that Brendan used yeah. about 10 times the other week. Where's the fucking confidence in that team, Rogers? Indeed. Ward was excellent for us during international duty, especially when Croatia against a very good side. Um, to be honest with you, look, you know, you know my thoughts on Ward. I don't think he should have been dropped. All I will say is credit where credit's due. Everson, well, man of the match for me. Um, and lads, if Southampton beat West Ham tomorrow, you know what's happening. They won't be gone. That's the scary thing. I don't know what he's got to do. You know, I mean, oh. uh, got to go. I think, yeah, got, thanks a lot for popping in, Daniel. Hope you are well. Um, Stink lose the next two. We deserve to go down. We do. Um, I had no confidence. Same every week. It has become Groundhog Day. It so has. And you know what? I... I'm not even going to be upset if we go down. Do you remember when we went down to League One, Brad? Mm. That had been coming for about three seasons, hadn't it? Yeah. And that season. And that season, we had to win on the last day, and we didn't. Um, But by then, I think I was just resigned to the fact that we were going to go down. And and I'm the same... Mm. This season, I'm just resigned to the fact that we are probably going to go down. So if we do, I don't even think I'll be that upset, you know. But look, Mr. Brendan Rogers, let's have a look what he said, shall we? Do we have to? Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> my channel, <laughs> my channel, and we're going to do it. Um, right, where are we? Quick, quick, quick. Computer, shut down, shut down, shut down, shut down. <laughs> <laughs> not going to work. It's not going to work, I'm afraid. Uh, okay. Brendan Rogers continues to put on a positive front. Oh, fucking hell, does he? Um, Rogers reiterated that City's fate remains in their hands. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, despite a concerning performance at Cell Earth Park, uh, his side outshot 31-3. to The biggest gulf of any Premier League game this season. And we weren't even fucking playing Manchester City. God, no, we've got okay. them coming up. Do you reckon our 9 0 is going to be safe? I don't. I, th- I think the 33, 33 shots that uh, the Crystal Palace had today could be how many goals they score. Yeah, you could be right there. Asked if the shot count was a concern, he said at his post match press conference, absolutely. It's where the season has been for us, both in terms of attacking and defending. Like I say, there's plenty of effort and spirit there. No, there's not. They're just fucking hoofing it out and trying to get it away from the goal. Uh, the confidence is quite where we want it to be. <laughs> Brendan fucking Rogers, Are you on a different planet? 
Are you smoking something? I think you've whatever, got to be. <laughs> whatever he's taking, it should be a banned substance. Yeah, there's no... Oh, my God, you talk so much bullshit, you bellend. You really, <laughs> really do. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say, Brad. I don't know what to say. You know what? We take the piss out of Jurgen Klopp when he has his excuses when his team lost. But I actually listened to his post-match uh, today after their defeat against Man City. And at least he had the balls to admit that it's just completely wrong and it's not right and it's not acceptable and it's not good enough. And he knows that things need to change and they need to change it. And he's the one that takes responsibility and the players. At least he had the nor to say it in a way that showed that he's really, really annoyed that they hadn't gone out there and performed to what he asked them. Brendan Rodgers is just like, yeah, well, uh, we're a beautiful team and the confidence is low, but we can do it. Oh, sorry, who said that? The light's gone out. He's blind. It's like a blind leading the blind, mate. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Take the piss out of Klopp, but at least he actually will say it how it is when he needs to. He then asked if effort and spirit were enough to keep his side up. He replied, well, we've got 30 points to play for. We've got 10 games to go. It's certainly going to need more than that. Otherwise, you will suffer. <laughs> 30 points to play for. Oh, it's adorable. We won't even get three. No. It's the first time City have ended the day in the relegation zone since October when their good run of form in the autumn saw them fight back from a dreadful start. Oh, that run of form, that good run of form when we played bottom half teams. That we should be beating, yes. And, and even that included a defeat away at Bournemouth, didn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, he said, everything's in our control. Unfortunately, it is in your control, although we wish it wasn't. Um, we have a lot of points to play for. We've been in this position before and dealt with that adverse... Oh, fucking bullshit. Bull bell end. Uh, the next game's a massive game. Really? Mr. Brendan, state the fucking obvious, Rogers. Um, we have two home games against teams we need to be getting points against. We've been claiming... He said that about Southampton. That didn't work out. I know. Oh, Jesus, Brendan, you are such a knob. You are such an absolute total knob. It is unreal. Absolutely unbloody real. Uh, I just don't, I mean, I, I, I give up. I give up. And I, I know what worries me is that I've heard all these excuses before, not from Brendan, but from other managers like Steve Bruce, like Farke, well, all of those where they were going down and they were spouting exactly the same. <sighs> Top, I put it back up. Grow a fucking pair of balls, mate. Just grow a pair of balls. Um... I'm quite disappointed. I've had three. I've had three BBC Sport notifications since since we started the show, and not one of them saying Brendan Rogers has been sacked. No. <laughs> I am refreshing as we speak. Um, just in case, by the way, everybody. Just in case. Um... Where, where, have I, where have I put it? Where have I put it? I might have taken it down. Oh, no, I've got it here just ready. Catching up with the latest news on LTID Radio.
Yes. If I was in that too, mate, I'd be knocking on the door of Top and saying, let me go, please. Why, 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 why does he even think, you know, want to stay with us? I don't know. I can't answer that question now. I really can't because, like I said, I don't know if anyone's managed to do it or even interested, but I really would like to see our goals um, we've scored this season and, and whether or not it's been with one or two strikers on the field at the same time. Because I just do not understand how he cannot figure out that Daka and Inacho have to play together to get the best out of them because otherwise we might as well start every game with 10 men. You know, we used to say that about players that put in no effort, didn't we? You, we used to look at <coughs> Perez. Actually, no, I can say his name fine now. He doesn't play for us technically or he won't do come the end of the season. That's well, damn sure. He won't sure. do ever again, no. Yeah, right? Who well, sometimes I'm sorry, just saying that, Brad, I can just see Roger saying, look, come back, Perez. We'll give you an extension to your contract. Well, yeah, it wouldn't surprise you, would it? But, you know what I mean? Sometimes you start in a game with a, a Rashid Gazelle, a Vicente Diabare, funny enough, all of these problems on the right-hand side, a Perez, maybe a Slomani. You know, just you know, just, just to even it out. I'll put the blame into the strike in the middle a little bit there as well. And you look at them starting and go, oh, great. Well, that's us starting with 10 men for what it's worth then. And nine times out of 10, you you know, you'd feel like you've let that kid who's four years old play with you at the park because his parents have left him there and you don't really know what to do. So you've let him join in the football kick around that you're having with your mates, right? Um, but it feels like that with Daka and Ian Acho when you see them being left up front on their own, you feel like, well, oh, that's great that they're playing, but they need the support. If you don't give them the support, they can't play as well as, as we know they can. And I felt sorry for Dakar. I feel sorry for you and that show. Uh, both of them, I, I'd be looking at my agent going, what the hell did you do here? I thought you liked me. Why have you stitched me up while making me move to Leicester? You know what? Nacho must look at it. Why have you stitched me up here and kept me at last for five years? Get me to Cambridge United. At least then the manager's got a brain. You know what I mean? I think he'd take Newport County in and Cambridge right now just to get away from Brendan. Because I would if I was there. And I'm a Leicester fan. We're Leicester fans. We're probably saying that. Brendan Rogers was my manager and I was doing warehouse work and I would have quit. I'd have walked out. Yeah. And I don't know anyone who wouldn't. No, no. Interesting thing here is I've just gone onto the Leicester City Facebook page and you cannot comment with a picture. No. They've taken that uh, little pleasure away. Oh, I think I know why, because a lot of them are probably using that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for, face, for, 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 for YouTube friendly, it's that backwards. Yeah. I have literally just posted that on two posts on the Leicester City Twitter page. So we'll see the full-time result and Roger's comments. So we'll see. Um, I'll probably get some backlash from that. Um, here we go. Look, um, Terry, well, I think a good idea how the game went. <laughs> yeah. have, we, have, we, have we got our thoughts over to you, Terry? Um, yeah. I have every confidence, Chris. 1 a.m. tomorrow morning, you will be live. Roger's have been sacked. Okay, I can dream. Look, I will get up at one o'clock in the morning and do a live show. I, I need Brad's number so I can ring him and say, get. Oh, no, you'll still be awake probably at one, won't you, Brad? Like, probably at one o'clock, mate. There's still a good chance. Yeah. Uh, 
James Webber and Rogers out, but let's have it right. The players aren't innocent. No, no. no they're not. They're not. not. They are not, James. But the problem is we cannot sack 15 players. That's the be-all and end-all of it. Two people are, uh, uh, that you can sack, you can get the board out, and that's probably going to look, as much as I'm shouting about uh, top there, I you know, appreciate what he's done. I'm not saying that he should go completely. Uh, he just needs to make a decision. Or the manager goes. That's that's <laughs> that's the way football is. Is it, is, is it not, Brad? Yeah, it is. Um, and then, and then you can suck them players in a sense. And by that, I mean we've got eight of them players out of contract, so we'll lose them that way. And then you've got a new manager, a new manager next season. Obviously, it'll have to take into consideration what division we'll be in, which right now is looking is looking like no other division than the championship. But that's just whatever division we're in next season, right? Their main players need to piss off from the club, right? And top needs to get a manager in, whether that's a championship quality manager because we've got to come back up or a calibre of manager that's got Premier League experience to, to revive Leicester from from near, from near from the trap door, so to speak, of nearly going down this season. And what he needs to do is, and I'm going to agree with you, Chris, Put the hotel plans and the extensions to the stadium on hiatus. I know he's been. I know they've been pretty much talking about it since they took over. I know it's something they've always been keen to voice and get done. And I know they've got permission, but hold off on the plans and take that two hundred million or whatever it is you're going to invest and plough into labourers and building and, and 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 materials and whatnot to do all that and put it in a transfer budget and give give the new manager. You know, 200, 250 million to go and replace them eight players that we're going to lose and, and start the rebuild again. Because right now, like you said a few weeks ago, Chris, if we don't, we are going to be in a championship with a 40,000 seater stadium and a hotel putting up Barnsley fans for the night because they've traveled all the way here for a Tuesday night game. Yes. <laughs> um,. I just had a message off uh, Rich at uh, Eagle-Eyed Football. Uh, and he said, is this the delusion that you were on about with Brendan? And it says there, basically, it's Brendan going. It obviously saw one for us because I didn't think we deserved to lose the game. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, come on. Jesus Christ, Ray. just admit it. Just admit it that they're not putting in the effort, they're not following your instructions, and then if you don't change it, then you'll lose your job. You know what? I'd rather him come out and say, if I can't turn this around after Villa, then I deserve to get the sack. At yeah. least he here. Somebody have the balls to come out and say, Brendan, win or out. No yeah. draw. No unlucky good performance. You drew one all or whatever. No, you don't, you don't beat Villa. On Tuesday night, you are out the door. Right. I'm quickly going to move on because we're going to have... Yeah, the, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. We're going to have the Crystal Palace fan to join us and talk about that. So I actually just want to get the... I know you didn't see the game, so I'm going to do the, the, the player voting today. And you can argue with me. Um, mm -hmm. So let me, first of all, let me just uh, do this. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch 
Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Indeed. Uh, if only they showed the fight that some of those guys did, eh? Um, right, I'm gonna gonna whiz through this. Um, so let us add this to the stream. Oh, I think Brad Brad has disappeared. Hello. Oh, it's in one moment, I think. Um, I, either that or swivel. I'm not sure what he means. But let us say, so I am going to start with Daniel Everson. Um, You can say yes or no as we go through here, Brad. But I'm going to actually give him, he was my man of the match, and I'm going to give him an eight. I don't know if you agree with that at all. Seven, eight, about the same. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. He made, you know, he stopped her. He stopped a repeat of a 5 nil, didn't he, really? So, yeah, 7-8, yeah. we say they're the same. Yeah. Um, then, now, here, is, here it's going to get interesting. Um, Jordan gave him 8. Now, Castagna, he didn't have necessarily a bad game. It, it, unfortunately, the whole defence is tarred with the same brush. Um I'm going to give him a five. I I I, I will say that the assist is his saving grace because I would have given him lower. I would have given him lower, but uh, he did get the assist today. So yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, so far so good. Um, he got a four off Jordan. Well, four or five for that performance is fair. I think I think the assist probably does him a bit of kindness. Sutar, I'm going to give him four. Yeah, desperate. Uh, yeah. I don't know whether he was knackered after his Australian trip, as Jordan says here. Jordan gave him a three. Um, yeah. <laughs> swollen ankle, wasn't it? He came back with. He was sent back from Australia with a swollen ankle, so he was never really. Again, I know, I know, people think it's a cursed name, but maybe this was a game that you kind of go. Actually, with us having two games close together, we'll save you for Villa and we'll give him Arte a go. I don't know, maybe oh. a fully. <laughs> <laughs> would he have done any worse, Chris? You talk about Brendan doing any worse. Would Amati done any worse than, than, than what Sutar did today? Because he's getting fours and threes from people. So, two, two, <laughs> I don't words. Know. two words. Kaglisoyunchu. Yeah, well, yeah. But would he have done any worse getting three and four rated like Sutar did? No, Clearly, no. naked. No, so, um, Faze, I've got to give him the same four. Four or five. I actually didn't mind him today. At least he showed some aggression and passion in some of his tackles. He Whether he was successful or not. Yeah, he got a six from uh, Jordan. Again, yeah, he cleared the ball well, but it was all along with all these defence. He 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 panicked. Um and I think um what's the word I'm looking for? It was just they were just hoofing it. They were just yeah, but again, you look at the tactics, mate. He's got a goal for 40 yards between where his attackers are to aim at and, and no one else in between it. Hoofing it was useless today, despite how good it, how much more sense it makes. It was completely useless today because there was only Palace players on that centre-half. There was no, no Leicester players within 10 now, yards of the ball. Christian's son, 
I like about Christensen is he shows the aggression. Mm. However, I'm going to give him four again. Um, I'm going to I'm going to dis- I'm going to press my buzzer. I'm going to press my buzzer. I'm going to disagree with agree with you here. But go uh, on, tell me why first. Tell me why. Sorry, tell me why you're the four first. A stupid yellow card that really oh. stifled him after that, uh, and obviously got him eventually got himself taken off and replaced. So he's only going to get a four. I would give him a six, and this is why I'm pressing the buttons on that because yes, I agree. The yellow card was needless today. But name me a player that actually ran around on that pitch for whether it was 65 minutes or 90 minutes, right? Tell me a player today that every time the camera was on him or every time he had the ball at his feet, he didn't show passion, drive and desire to get Leicester out of the the proverbial. He's the only one that me that seemed annoyed. He seemed to rally them up. He seemed angry that we were, that the players are down tools at one all that looked defeated. He tried and he tried and he tried. And whether technically... You know, he, he was taken off because he was a walking red card or not. I would have actually risked the red card tonight, today, well, in, in the hopes that in that 10 minutes he got something for us. In, honest, in all honesty, he nearly got a red card. I was surprised. There's a lot of referees there that the second yellow would have come back for a tuck on a shirt. Possibly. And again, maybe maybe that's the big reason behind it. And, and then I can understand why he didn't stay on as long. But yeah. I personally, in that situation... I'm looking at where our driving force was from inside our own half, and I can't name a player outside of Christensen that actually did that for us. No. He went well, on another couple of amazing runs. In that game, to get a yellow card and then nearly get yourself a red card is, um, yeah, to be honest with you, he, he, want, he wants to be lucky that I'm giving him that many. Uh, in from Crystal Palace. Just bear with us, Rich. We'll just finish um, these, these ratings. Uh, indeedy. Um, I'm going to actually have to give him two. I just was not impressed with him at all. Um, it was he wasn't effective. He nearly gave a goal away. Um, he couldn't, you know, as they couldn't find another player. I'll give him. I'll give him three because, yeah, I mean, he did. He did again pass the ball across the field to Stanley to set up uh, Ricardo. I'll give him a three. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you on this one. Don't worry. Um, I do feel sorry for him. Like I said, I do feel sorry for, I believe, who is next on the list, Jewsbury Hall. I feel sorry for him because it felt like he was in a four-on-one for most of the game. I know his passes weren't great when we knew just, you know, the one time he was afforded a bit of space and options, he still couldn't make the pass, which makes it worse. But how many times were he left absolutely isolated as well? I think, unfortunately, sorry, no, I I'm, four. I'm chipping sorry. on here because I know. Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah. Jewsby Hall gets a four from me. Um, I just don't know why he's starting at the moment. If I'm honest with you, that passionate player that attacks um, and causes the defence to worry has disappeared up Brendan Rodgers' backside because he's playing him so deep. So four for me for him. Um, I'd say it's the same as Indeedy. To be fair, it's only fair they paired up together and was just as bad. But yeah. James Madison. I Don't move the needle, mate. Three. And that's what Oof. that's what Blackwell gave him. Uh yeah. I think his I think his head was full of something. He was captain. Um he didn't lead like a captain. He didn't play like a captain. I'm sorry. You know. Um 
Tete. I think I heard his name mentioned as many times as he has letters in his name. Oh, well, I'm going to give him a one for turning up. Um, Can you yeah. give him a two for turn, take, getting taken off? He got four from Jordan, uh, in fairness. Um, uh, he said he was nowhere near as bad. As, he was just no better than, you know, worse than anybody else. Mm. Daka, you know what? He tries. He tries. Yeah, but I'm with you on that one. He play on his own. No, give him, give him, give him at least a four for his effort because he did try. He oh, did try. I'll give him a three. That's oh, fair, fair. He did try. We have to reward. Oh God, <laughs> how bad's it got for us for rewarding and points for trying? <laughs> I know. Oh. Well, in fairness, I only gave Teddy one for turning up. So, well, yeah, it's so. like it's like asking a it's like asking a five year old what's ten times six and him saying the letter F and you go, well, at least you tried here. Have chocolates. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who? I mean, Where? <laughs> I'll give it four because he wasn't too bad. He wasn't too bad. Piera. Six. Merry Christmas. Luke Thomas. Five. Negative three. No, I don't think he did what he had to do. Like I say, yeah, he did, and it was a wrong decision. I'm giving it more based on the fact that we should be aggressive and attacking when we yes, just. You know why he got the, you know. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know why. I mean, you know, I'm only saying it in in jest. You no, are. you're right, you Thomas. Are. Thomas, I can mute you. Collect. Uh, I'm going to have to give him three. I'm afraid he came on, didn't do much, didn't have a chance to do much, wasn't supported. It would have been better off. I'm surprised Rogers didn't bring another defender coming on. Mm. Right, those are my votes. So what I'm going to do now is just quickly go through the chat and then we will bring Rich in, who I'm sure is sat there with a huge big smile on his face, the bastard. I'm sure he was. And I can't even play Lionel Richie again because I had to I had to mute that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, where are we? Tielemans won't play again. No, he won't. Um, oh, this is where we, we came to. Um, Vardy puts fear into the opposition. Vardy should be nowhere near the starting lineup at the moment, uh, and I think other teams realise that. Uh, Rogers forced again. Casper was past it, mate. Casper should have gone. I, that, yeah, you know. I, I agree. Actually, I think Casper we having just as bad a season. Yeah, if worse, to be I honest with you, because yeah. of that season he had with us, uh, I said he should go, and I'm sticking by it. Uh, Someone should interview Brendan and say you're bollocks. <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, they only have people in who, who lick their arse, uh, and then they're all different, giving different votes on what we've done. Uh, Ray says, "Sorry for coming in late. Um, I hope you got a note, Ray. I hope you got a note. First time in six years, I've purposely missed the game. All hope is lost with Top and Rogers." Look, let's 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 bring him in. I'm going to try and find him now and see how I can bring him in. There we go. No, we can't because if I do that, we can't see him. Um, <laughs> we had this trouble the other night, didn't we? You see, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, oh, there, I, we go. there we go. I've just had a look at this new layout thing. It looks cool, but I guess it it takes a bit of adjusting. You just got to remember what's where. You know what I mean? <laughs> Half of them aren't on view, and the ones that you, you know, the, the 
they drop below and look look at that see you're very low anyway but what can i say there we go rich you've got to be the happiest man honestly honest i mean i i I, all i wanted was a result (laughs) you know yeah. To get the performance that we did as well was unbelievable. I'm sorry, first of all, Chris, Brad, thank you for, for having me on today. Brad, obviously, it's been a while. I hope you're well. Um, literally, that first half of football was unbelievable from our standpoint. Um, I think it finished off with 20 shots, five on target, four off target, 11 blocked. You know, it was an it was like an onslaught. Yeah, I can't believe Matessa scored, by the way, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, it was literally an onslaught. Uh, you'd obviously mentioned about Casper declining. I tell you what, Everson is unbelievable. Mm. He's a, he's had, he had a very good game today. You know, some of the saves he pulled off, like, fair play to him. You know, we were like, this might not be a day, especially when Pereira... Um, scored really, really well. Works goal, by the way, from your standpoint. Really great finish. Um, poor, that, poor defensive. Really so we actually played well. I think, yeah, I think you came out second half. I think we felt sorry for ourselves at the end of the first half because not only had we not scored any of the chances we had, and Wilf came off as well. And we're like, oh crap, sort of thing. So, hope he's all right, by the way. I do, uh, yeah, it looks like it looks like a groin, right? Uh, it could have been oh. his last game. It could mm-hmm. potentially be his last game. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but 10, I'd say 15, 20 minutes of the second half. I mean, I wouldn't say you can cre- created much, but you, we couldn't get near you. Mm. You know, like, I think we dropped off too deep. You're passing the ball really, really well. Um, I think that was when Ndidi kind of had his best moment in the game. Because other than that, I think we pressed him. Jeffrey Schlupp, by the way was phenomenal for us today. And he wasn't even my man of the match. But his, his energy in that pressing in midfield was, was so cu- crucial. Oh. Air I mean, Barrette, from the first half, we we didn't get out of our half, really. Yeah, hmm. we, we, we were brilliant, you know. But Eberechi Eze, my goodness me. Wow. He, 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 oh, was, he was outstanding. You know, and um, it was just a much, it was a much needed win. You know, just yes. looking at how the, the table is. And I think results, funny enough, went in both of our favours today as well. So let's just say hypothetically it did stay 1-1. We were both who look come out of that look saying, you know what, fair enough. Fair enough. We The, the teams around us have not picked up many points. You know, um, I said, yeah. and I don't know if you agree with me or not on this one, Brad, but um, and Rich, but I said if we were to win that game, it would be the biggest smash and grab that I can ever remember in the Premier League. That's how I felt when we went, you know, when we went one nil up. Mate, if we... oh, sorry, God. No, carry on. I was going to say, mate, if we'd have got a point from that game, the first thing that Leicester fans would have to, the the, the Leicester change room would have to do was was uh, lock it up because the FBI would have been booted down the door for that because that was, I mean, Rich would have come on here and said so many swear words he'd have made a new one up for the, that because that was a trove 
of absolute embarrassment from us personally. Fantastic for you. I mean, you're probably actually a little bit annoyed that it wasn't 37 nil because it could have easily been that with the amount of chances you created. I mean, it says it all, doesn't it, Chris, when, when an opposition fan comes in and one of the first things about Leicester out of his mouth is Iverson, the goalkeeper, Iverson, was brilliant today. I'm out yeah. of the match, and I have to say, and I did forget to, to put this up earlier, um, but he was... Uh, Alan Bennett's man of the match as well, and I think without mm. him, we would have been looking at five six six one. To be honest yeah, with you, he, he was um, really good. Um, yeah. and... I mean, just want to say this comment here, Rich, because I'm going to sort of uh, blow a bit of smoke up your ass. Um, Grace says here we allowed Palace to play. Now, I would argue with that and say that you mm. didn't let us play. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think we dominated. Completely, I was surprised at how bad you were. Really? Like just the simple things, just passing the ball off out of play and stuff. Um, and I think just before I, I came on, I heard you mention Christensen. I think that period, like towards the like the middle to the end of the first half, he was getting a little bit more joy. Like Joel Ward, we were all sitting, we were in the stands. We we're like, he needs to come off. He is struggling, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but then after that, it's like he went very quiet and such. And he was um, on the yellow as well, which just, you know, when you got one of yeah. on the yellow, we've just only just got phase back. Um, it I kind of, I, I, unfortunately, I hate to say this, I actually agreed with Brendan on that one. Um, but can I just say, I mean, you know, we, we, we've, we've been joking about having Roy back, haven't we? Um, it's yeah. nice to see his, his grey locks. Um uh, on the side of the pitch. But I'm going to give credit where credit's due here, right? And I know I'm taking the piss there and it's come back and bit me on the bum. But when there was an injury in the 65th minute, we were talking about this earlier, Roy Hodgson had got the players around him yeah. and he was going and he was giving directions and Rogers put a mint in his mouth and turned around and walked back to the dugout. And I'm thinking like, fuck's sake. You know what I mean? I mean... I, I give up. I really do give up because I I want to say fair play to Roy. Come he's come back. It wasn't so much a new manager's bounce as a new manager's Mount Everest. Yeah, he he's, he's really um, just put a smile on everyone's face again. Like like I said, I mentioned Eze. His form had dipped like drastically, but today he was everywhere. I'm making him seeing him making tackles like at the edge of our own box. You know, um, showing the skill he has, he was very unlucky with one way he not made uh, Dewsbury Hall, you know, and and Everson got down low to make the save and such. And um, I just think all round, man for man, minus Joe Ward, I'll say it wasn't his worst game, but he, he did find it quite difficult. Um, we, we were brilliant and stuff, and um, even like Jordan Ayew, you know, just trying to run forward with the ball, and which led to, I mean. Honestly, I, I literally crowd surfed in Celestine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I even dropped my phone. I didn't realize until, until all the celebrations were over. And you know what? You know what? I, I think this is another reason why we hate VAR. Because it was only after the celebrations had died down that I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if, if this goes to VAR, then we're in problems here and stuff. So, but. Honestly, I'd lost my voice and it's only just come back. This was the um, this was the second goal, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, again, well taken. There was no way you were offside. I would, that would, didn't even need checking for me. But Brad's going to hate me for reminding them of this, Brad. But do explain to me uh, your prediction for the Villa game. It's a drive in Aston Villa. That's exactly what I said. It was a typo. No, no, it was a typo in my own voice. I, what, I, what I thought, no. See, you said I could change this and I want to change it. Swap it round. <laughs> my new prediction is Villa 5 because that was an embarrassment. I need to stop drinking coffee. I tell you, that's what gets me excited. Drinking and stop, I, think. I mean, well. looking at that table um, there, both of you, and we'll come to Brad first. I mean, I know, get it out of the way. Um, I'm, I'm looking at that and I just cannot see. I mean, I showed I showed a, a clip, if you remember, Rich, in, in, in the preview show, where it showed uh, one of these supercomputer things about, you know, they'd got, they'd got um, Palace finishing 12th and Leicester finishing 13th. We, we, we're going to finish 30th, Brad, aren't we? Uh, there's only 20 teams in, but that's how bad we are. Do you know what's funny, right? You look at the running we've got, and this was before today's game. This was, you know, probably just before the international break. You looked at it and realised, oh, actually, look at everybody else's running. Look who they've got. They've got Liverpool's, they've got Man City's, they've got each other. That's good. That's one. Well, let, let's check back. Southampton beat us twice. West Ham, we beat. Everton, um, I can't remember our result against them. Did they beat us? Did Frank Lampard mastermind a win over us? No, no, I look, yeah. I can't remember. Leeds, okay, we beat, um, but that was under Americanized football. Bournemouth, we got battered. Um, because the scoreline could have been worse. Knott's Forest, we traded blows. Wolves, don't fancy your chances. Palace had a 75 year old genius in charge, and he absolutely floored us. He could have been six or seven. One, it was actually very, very kind. You know, Klopp said thank you for Liverpool to only score in one more when it was 3-1 and they ran riot. Well, thanks, thanks, Rich, for waiting to the 94th minute to, to, to kill off our dreams and hopes. He couldn't have just scored four and put, made it so we could have turned it off. Look at that. I mean, have I registered? It was four. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? The, the, the one man is like, hold on, we are trying to keep this ball out there, aren't we? Bless him, but... I'm looking at them because there's not a single team so far we've played that we've got on that screen that we've managed to get more points against overall. We've not got four points against West Ham. I know we haven't played them twice yet, but you know what I mean? Like, and do we even look like getting, you know, the majority of the six points from them or even numbers? No. The Palace have got four points out of a possible six against us. Wolves... Forest shared yeah. them. Bournemouth have three Wolves points over us out of the six. Team. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I don't see how we get out of this position. I'm already actually resigned to the fact that we are genuinely going to have Stoke on a Tuesday night, and then Wickham Wanderers knocking us out the league cup in round two because we don't get Premier League privilege of round three, do we? In the Carabao Cup, we get knocked out by Wickham in round two next season because do we beat them? Do we really beat them? We can't play Southampton a third time. We would lose anyway. Sean Dyche is at Everton. He's going to, he's turning them around. David Moyes needs to see a doctor to come see Dr. Leicester for three points. Leeds actually fight, so they're probably not going to lose, especially at Allen Road. Bournemouth are showing some fights, so we can bollock winning that game. Forest, we've already done that one. Wolves can actually fight. You know, that whole entire bottom half of the table with only one with no fight and desire. 
So okay. unless we're beating Man City and teams like that, we ain't getting any more points. I've just depressed Chris. I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, depressing uh, you. Uh, obviously, as a, a neutral, um, yeah, Rogers has to go. I mean, you, you said then, Rich, quite rightly, you could not believe how bad we were. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I appreciate your honesty, and I, I and I wouldn't wouldn't argue with your your with that at all. Is there any way you can see Leicester not going down? Yeah, just because of the fixtures. I think they're slightly favourable for you. I know, obviously, form is 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 it's a thing that we can't underestimate and such. But like, I look at West Ham's fixtures are disgusting. You know, they're they're really bad and stuff. So there, there are teams that I've got. You know what didn't help today? Bournemouth being. Wait, did they, yeah, they beat Fulham, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. It, it's things like that. Like, I'm, I'm kind of, I've kind of based all the teams' points on their home form. Home form is going to be key. We have five home games with one, one of them. Like, so we need three more, three out of the four, and I think we might be okay. You know, home form's key, and I think the games you've got at home should should see through. I hope you're right. But then again, Brad, if, if, if Rich is right and we manage somehow to, to stay up, are we not going to have is it not gonna be more of the same next season? <laughs> yeah, if he's in charge. If Rogers is in charge, yeah, we, we, we're going to get used to pain. And, I, you know, I actually think we've both said at some point the most frightening thing about Leicester's future, regardless of what division they're in, if they're a Premier League side, is they'll stick with Rogers. Because he'll somehow get, you know, he's got the gift of the gab or the, the tongue that goes so far up the arse, it, it, it changes their opinions. Because he'll probably say, well, you know, now oh, it sound like Steve Bruce. And he'll be going, now I need the money to replace the eight players. And, and then I'll do, and then I'll be able to have a good season. And then he'll probably buy himself a chance. What terrifies me more is we'll stay up and still have Rogers in charge. Yeah, I know. Um I, I personally think he's gone which whichever way. I mean, Rich, we said the other day on the on the on the um on the pod on your show and on my show as well that you know your owner, Steve Parrish, had a bear of balls and he took that decision. Yeah. And I said Top has been playing, you know, <laughs> the fiddle while Lester Burns, so to speak. And I, I put this up and I put it out there and I'm going to stick by it. Um, and that's basically, you know, the time has gone for Top to grow a pair of balls and make the decision and sack the town Rogers. Your family's legacy has been ruined by your inability to act from the chairman that brought Rogers in and won the FA Cup to the one that wouldn't sack the same man and got us relegated, if that happens. Is it too late for us to to, to make that change now? Uh, after seeing what Rose just done, no. <laughs> um, you know, it's not too late. You know what it was? Um, and I, I've always been, like I said, from the outside looking and you think, oh, well, look, look at the job Rogers has done. And you've got you've got good enough players to to overcome this, this difficult period. So I thought, no, he'll be fine. And I still think he'll be fine. But literally watching him in live in the flesh, I, I, I can't, yeah, they've stopped playing for him. It, it was I, so bad. It, no, it was. You're quite right. And and Brad, let's be honest. Um, I think Roy's going to keep Palace up. 
Well, if that's the you know the blueprints of what he's bringing, you know, um, sometimes maybe for a little bit of a through a dry spell, you need to go back to your ex if you know what I'm saying. And maybe that's what Crystal Palace and going. Well, we're going for a bit of a dry spell. Nothing's got everything's got a bit stale. Let's get old. Let's get old Roy back for one last ride, and it's working for them. We joked about it before, and we've turned it down every time it's one of us. Maybe we need to go back to to the toxic ex that is Nigel Pearson, if you know what I mean, with his antics and the ostriches by toxic. That's what I mean. I don't know because I'm out of ideas to really put anyone out there because. No experienced manager is going to come and take it. No manager of any calibre that Leicester owners would want to bring in to a Premiership team is going to come and touch Leicester with a 10-foot or a 20-foot barge pole at this rate. So maybe we need to take a leaf out of Crystal Palace's book and, and, you know, and put our arm round Pearson and say, there, there. Oh, I know. Bristol City are treating you badly near the bottom of the table. Come to the Premiership. Come back to us and we'll treat you well for the for the, for the the summer holidays. I don't know. Whatever it takes. Back once. He's come back once and, you know, we call you Jesus so you know about second comings. Um, <laughs> who, of course, is the less well-known brother of Dominic. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rogers, I'm sorry. Pearson, I mean, let's be honest with you, he wasn't sacked because of his performances. No. At least he showed a bit of fight, you know, and whether you agree with how he handled the press, he was trying to take the pressure off his players. He just wasn't as good as it as Mourinho was, uh, and it did backfire. But uh, he, he will at least put some fire in the belly out there, you know, whether he would come back again or not, who knows. But... Um, Talking to Nigel Pearson, announced retirement. Does anybody know about that? Not seen anything. Um, no. Um, I don't. I don't know. As far as I'm no. aware, he's still in charge. I mean, you can't rule it out because even after all of the discrepancies he had at Leicester, he still went over and took over the sister club that the owners own. So he, he can't have bad feelings towards him for it. it. You know, like you said, it was. It wasn't like bad running results is what led him to sack. It was two very controversial. Incidents that happened. So, uh, four, four times a charm, I guess. Yeah, Rich. We'll leave. Let you go with this comment here. As bad as Leicester were, Palace looked refreshed and ready to fight. I've got to say, well done to you. Um, you know, well, it was the ninety-fourth minute. The teams have a habit of doing that to us, but I can't say it was any more than you. De- you know, you, you deserved it. You deserved it. Uh, <laughs> Your manager think- didn't think that. <laughs> Our manager's not watched the same game as Leicester fans since since this disaster started. I mean, the only the only thing that was bad that was unjust in that game is you had to wait to 94th minutes to get the winner. You should have had that game wrapped up by 45 minutes, let alone 95. But I must admit it was an amazing feeling to have a last minute goal, a last minute yeah. winner. Because we're normally oh, yeah. the conceding late goals, so yeah. <laughs> And and you totally and utterly deserve it. You really, really do. Yeah. So well done to you. And I, like I say, I'm not Thank one of, you. I'm not one of these that you know wears blue tinted spectacles all the time. Um, you deserve that. I think you'll stay up if you carry on playing like that. You yeah. know, we laughed at Roy, but maybe we shouldn't have done. Rich, I don't think we'll be playing you next season, but I hope we do just because I love, I love you, yeah. I love your music, and. <laughs> <laughs> Look on you. <laughs> um, I'm trying, 
that for you actually was a bit of a line on you. That was easy like Sunday morning, but more easy like Saturday afternoon for you, wasn't that, it? That, that's perfect. I'll, I'll save that one for there. when I wake up. See what I did there. Give everybody a quick <laughs> shout out as to where they can find you, mate. Yeah, you can find me on the Eagle Line Football on YouTube. Um, we're actually going to do our uh, match reaction tomorrow. I we tend to do it on a Sunday now because we like to listen to what match of the day say and see what if they rubbish they spout and stuff. But yeah, um, if any of you want to come on tomorrow, you're, you're more than welcome, Brendan Chris. So that'll be tomorrow. <laughs> Depends how quickly I can recover from this disaster. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've already, I've already watched eleven grown men get bullied by a bunch of eagles. I don't think I can handle you in a panel bullying me for for an hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> We're, 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 we're quite a nice bunch, don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> let us know what time. Let us know what time, actually. Yeah, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm around the available, I'll definitely jump yeah. on because you deserve to grow more about it. Yeah, no, in fairness, you do. I don't I think my daughter might be coming tomorrow, but she's not going to tell me till tomorrow. So message no me and I'll see yeah. how it is. Um, yeah, no problem at all. No problem at all. Yeah, all the best, mate. Right. Thanks a lot Take for coming care. on. And yeah. well, done. you did deserve it. Appreciate it. Yeah, Take enjoy care. it, buddy. Cheers, mate. Take Bye. care. Bye bye. Oops, there we go. Look at this. It's all gone. It's all gone terribly wrong again. There we go. Um, yeah, they deserved it, didn't they, Brad? Um, yeah, they did. Yeah. It was almost unjust. It was almost cruel that they had to wait 94 minutes to get the win. And that's <laughs> that's not easy to say when you're sat here. No, no. Richard is in right at the last minute. He goes, evening, fellow championship contenders. I said the other day, uh, Richard, on a fellow West Ham uh, fans chat that I would swap Moyes for Brendan and I would... Please. Sorry? Sorry, sorry, I was just... Sorry, I was too ahead of you by that statement. I knew what you were going to say, so I said, please, see what oh. you said. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's that delay. We still haven't got yeah. no, I would swap him at a, at a heartbeat because I just think any new manager that comes in uh, will... Um, yeah. Just Let him play football. Yeah, ignite us, and there's a freshness coming in, um, as we saw today. Uh, we will be back on Monday, Brad. <laughs> oh, yeah, not talking West. Oh, you know, we're still all week, damn it. Yeah, I'm not just, I think we might have a manager special Monday night. Uh, mm, maybe talking about touchline bands, I think. Maybe. Would you. Seriously, and I'll leave you on this note. Um, or I'll, I'll let you go on this note, but I'll give, get your details from you first. But seriously, as bad as it is, for 10 games, we've got 10 games left now, purely for those 10 games and no more. So we're bringing somebody in to try and keep us up and we would then say, look, you know, we'll give you a bonus if you stay up. Would you take Gerard Lampard or Bielsa? No. No, I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't. I would take somebody else. I would take Frank. I would take um, Sam Allardyce. I won't say fat, fat, fat Sam then, but I nearly said fat Frank and said nothing. I'd take an Allardyce. There's a specialist in it. I'd take David Moyes. Who's a specialist in it because they have things that's called um and Rogers might not understand this, but it's called a brain cell. Because them sort of managers, right, in the short term, they will look at the situation and go, Okay, play free flowing football. That's what suits you. I've done all the work, I've looked at you all and I've gone, the best way to do it is this, and it works. No, Lampard, 
Lampard and Gerrard, that we're not a team that needs a star-struck midfielder to walk in there because it won't impress them. Mm. You know, look, why did it work in Scotland for Gerrard? Because the Scottish hadn't seen any talent since Henrik Larsson, for God's sake. So having Stephen Gerrard walk in was like, I don't know, oh God, it was like getting a live performance from, I don't know, Kanye West or someone like that. You know, someone who makes you starstruck, I don't know, but... No, he doesn't. He, he won't. Neither of them will inform it. And Bielsa couldn't be, even be asked to learn the language. So why would he be asked to keep Leicester in the Premiership? They're probably the only three names. Well, Scott Parker goes in that, but he's not even a manager in my calibre of a book that I wouldn't have. But there isn't many other names that I would rule out there. Even, dare I say, Americanised football, Ted Lasso. <laughs> I'd consider. I'd consider I'd, him I'd for take, that. I'd take Jesse Marsh, yes. Uh, right. <laughs> Brad, where can people find you? Probably hiding away. Oh, can I just say, uh, while you're doing that, just carry on so you tell people where they where they can find you. Uh, they can find me crying into my blanket at night when I try and go to sleep. But if you're not that perverse and want to see me on camera, um, then you can find me on, uh, on my YouTube channel, Top 10 Battles. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Full Time Focus. They're the best places to find me. Um, and obviously here. And here, and here, when you're uh, when we're crying in each other's arms, can I just say? And, and this, I'm just going to go because this has just been put up. Um, this is Brendan Rogers outside the KP right now. It's <laughs> offensive to garbage bins. <laughs> yeah, the garbage bin wheeled itself across. Brad, I'll see you Monday night, mate. Thanks very much for coming on. All the best and take well. Say take care. Yeah. Try and enjoy what's left of your weekend. Yeah, yeah, I will do. By um, seeing if there's anything that can erase my memory. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to be watching some Eurovision uh, songs and putting uh, my thoughts on them out there. But then again, <laughs> we got no poids today, so we might as well do the same tomorrow. <laughs> might as well, mate. Goodbye, sir. Take care, mate. Take care. All the best. Cheers. Thanks a lot to Brad there. His details, as always, are in the description below. Uh, a bit of a longer show. Thanks to Rich for coming on as well um, and being honest there. And I think, you know... We had to be honest, didn't we? There's not an awful lot else we could say about it. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. For those of you that are into music, we are going to be doing some Eurovision previews tomorrow for Eurovision 2023. In regards to the football, 9 o'clock Monday night. I don't. It's normally question time. But we've got the Villa game on Tuesday, so we may well do a preview for the Villa game. I don't know yet. I'm going to see how I, see how I feel. Or I might just go and stick my head in a bucket of poo and <laughs> try it back. But if you're new, please do subscribe. It would mean an awful lot if you could do that. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, whether you subscribe or not, smash that likes button because that really actually helps promote the challenge. Uh, Nate, Formula One is 6am my time tomorrow. There's no way I am getting up for that. Um, I'm just going to drink and drink and drink tonight and God knows what time I wake up tomorrow. So no Formula One tomorrow, I am afraid. Thank you to everybody. Uh, thanks to everybody in the chat that joined in. If you've been listening on podcast, thank you so very, very much as well. Really do appreciate it. Lester Till I Die on your favourite podcast platform. 
um, Lesser Till I Die here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and also on Twitch as well, if that is your thing. Although this show's not been up on Twitch, in fairness. Um, thank you, say, everybody in the chat. I'd say thank you to the players, but I wouldn't mean it. This has been Lester Till I Die TV. I've been Chris. This is Arnie. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participating restaurants 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport powered by fans.